One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, g'day. This is Better Make It Quick. This is the Wednesday version of Better Than Yesterday, which is a tri-weekly podcast here to make your day-to-day better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show and every, every single show is here to do just that, uh, make your day better than the day before by having conversations with uh, people from all over the world, from all walks, of, all walks of life, some of them experts in their field. Uh, something that you'll hear will change your day and you'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, today was all right. Today... We are going back to episode 124 from 2016, Simone Molasses. I spent some time with her. She's a business leader, author. She's a facilitator. She just released her book, The Joy of Business. Simone's story is actually pretty interesting. She went from being $187,000 in debt, not a small amount of money, to being a successful and financially wealthy woman worth well over a million dollars. But before we got to that, I was kind of curious, what did Simone want to be when she was a child? It sounds strange, but the only thing that I ever spoke about was having my own business. Yeah. I really wanted to run a business, own a business and create one. Because to me, I was always like, wow, this is like the most creative thing you can do. And it's like, it's, it's malleable. You can change it. You can be anywhere. You can create anything. So I always spoke about you know, owning my own business or something like that. You know, people spoke about going to college or getting married and having kids. And it was like, no, I want to travel and own my own business. And what were the business ideas that you were coming up with when you were in high school? You know what? I didn't really have a sense of the exact sort of business idea I had. I I ended up traveling and I went to, I spent quite a bit of time in London And I was doing one of those, you know, backpacker things, living in a house, a three-bedroom house with 21 people with one bathroom and, you know, I know. But you know what? I never, ever remember waiting for the bathroom. So, you know, it worked in some way. 21 people in a three-bedroom house. 21 people. There was a lot of people who worked night shift. All the South Africans worked night shift. So it was was fun at the time. Would I want to do that now? Absolutely not. (laughs) But when I was living in London, so part of the thing of like getting out of the house, I used to, I didn't have much money at the time. So I would buy one of those, uh, you know, the tickets and you'd ride those big red buses from one end of London to the other. 
And I would write poetry at that time, you know. Of course. <laughs> Very profound, of course, yeah. But what I looked at was I looked at everyone as we went by and it sort of seemed to be that no matter what religion they were, how old they were, what colour they were, if they were wealthy, if they were poor, I didn't see much happiness in the world. So for me I was like, wow, what could I create that could change that? So I literally wanted to change people's points of view about their life and about the earth, the planet, and how we are on it and not buy into the trauma and drama. And it's like, what would it look like if we didn't function from anger? And it's like if there was more kindness in the world, more generosity of spirit. So I started a business called Good Vibes For You. And we started with uh, T-shirts and magnets and stickers, you know, things that I perceived if someone read it, maybe it might change their reality for even a second, mm. you know, make them think about something different. Yeah. So I started with that and had that for quite a few years and it was pretty successful. <laughs> we even had bottled water, uh -huh. um, good vibes for you, bottled water. Uh, and then I actually met Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. And I went to a seminar he did in Sydney and everything he was talking about was what I knew you could create on this planet. So I was uh -huh. just like, oh, this guy has like, you know, besides me shaking people on the shoulders and going, hey, there's got to be something different. Yeah. This, this can't be it. And it's like, and he had these tools and processes to change things. So then I got involved in Access and yeah. I still had the business Good Vibes for you, but I've played in so many different businesses and yeah. just love it. You, were, but you ran into a bit of trouble somewhere along the way, didn't you? I did run into a, a bit of trouble. <laughs> I've run into lots of trouble, but you know what? <laughs> some you can talk about, some you can't. But like cash I've trouble. I've had a colorful life. Cash trouble, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, well, I'm very good at spending money. But I've also been good at making money, but very, very good at spending money. So at one stage I found I was being completely ignorant of my financial reality. And one day I sort of looked at it and went, you know what, Simone, no one else is going to change this. So you have to be willing to change it. You have to, you know, look at this. So, because I would be like, you know, you want to go to Melbourne for the weekend? Sure, let's go, you know. And I wouldn't be like, oh, let's not eat at that fine dining restaurant. Let's, let's go for it. Let's have fun. And that's and, what, so just, just, mm. just backtrack, you've said something very power, profound, completely ignorant of your financial yeah. reality. Now what, you just mentioned some symptoms, but what drives that? What drives being ignorant of your financial reality? Just wanting to ignore that I, I, I can't afford such a thing or? There's a few things. And I think one of them is denying your value. Because I think most people don't see the value of what they are and what they can be. So therefore they may not perceive that they can create as much as they could. I mean, if you notice most of the people around in life, they're not sort of going, I mean, if, next time you go to a dinner party or something, everyone's usually complaining about how much they've got to pay on their credit card or their money problems. There's no one that goes, you know what? I'm doing great. I've earned heaps of money this month. It's like credit cards are paid off. It's like, woohoo, having fun with money. It's one of those things that people have as a commonality of purpose to complain about. Mm. So, and I think you tend to create, I mean, most people feel more comfortable in debt than not in debt. And I was $187,000 in debt at one stage. This is when I decided to count up all my bills and go, okay, what's actually really going on here? Ah, <laughs> uh, but that's not just a couple of trips to Melbourne. It takes a lot to get into that kind of debt. So how do you find yourself owing nearly $200,000? Do you know what? I'm really good at getting loans. I'm really Whoa. good at convincing people to maybe invest in something or do something like that because I have this level of enthusiasm yeah. and I'm like, yeah, this is going to work, you know, and some of it does work and then some of it doesn't work. And it's like, I guess I sort of, you know, the stuff that didn't work is what I chose to 
drag me down in that instance. Boy. Mm. So what was the, you must have been avoiding counting them up for quite a while, knowing it was there. Yeah. I mean, there were some really big loans I had and I was sort of, you know, chipping away at that slightly, but, but not paying it much attention. And when I chose to have a look at it, I actually went through all my bills, went through all my, you know, credit card statements on the computer and I rang every single person that I owed money. And I was like, hey, look, this is where I'm at. I owe a lot of money. I know I owe you money and I am going to try and pay you back as soon as I can. I don't have the money today, but I'm going to try and pay you back as soon as I can. And one of the main people that I owed a lot of money to, he was like, hey, can I take you out to dinner? Like him and his wife. And I was like, you want to take me out to dinner and I owe you all this money? And he's like, Simone, we're really grateful for you. We know that you'll pay. We'll know that it'll work out. And thanks for calling. And I see so many people not do that. Like they will avoid it. They won't answer the phone. They won't open mail or they won't answer emails or they'll just pretend it doesn't exist. And it's like, you are the only one that can change your financial reality. So you've got to start making the choices that are going to change it. That's quite a mindset to come to though. Surely there was one moment when you you felt defeated by that weight of $187,000. Like, I don't have that money. Surely (laughs) there must have been a moment that you were like, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah, there was. Yeah, definitely. And the tools that we use in Access Consciousness though sort of started to help me because I, I, this is where I started to, I was at a seminar and I'm listening to these two guys, Gary Douglas and Dane here, talk about these tools that can get you out of debt. And I remember when I gave up smoking and no one was, you know, hey, Simone, you can do it, you know. Everyone was like, yeah, right, you'll end up having a cigarette, you know. And I thought everybody would be very, you know, encouraging to give up smoking. And I realized that that wasn't happening around me. So I ended up smoking again. And then when I chose to actually give up smoking, I didn't tell anyone. And I did it on my own. And it took two weeks before anyone realized that I wasn't smoking. And I was like, oh, I think this is the same thing. I mean, I'm sorry. I wish it was different, but I really don't see people walking around encouraging you to be everything that you can be. They want you to be something that you can fit into something so that it's acceptable and it doesn't freak them out of where they're at or where they're not choosing. So I sat there listening to these tools and I was like, okay, I am going to choose to do this and I'm not going to tell anyone. What's the worst thing that can happen? (laughs) Get in more debt, you know, and use some of these tools. And it's like, because one of the tools, which makes no sense to anyone who owes any money, is putting 10% of absolutely everything that you earn away just for you. So you put your own a dollar, you put 10 cents away just for you. And people go, oh, is this for when I'm in trouble or is this to pay my bills or this is for a rainy day? No, it's just for you. It's an honoring of you. So I started to do this and I made the commitment to myself for three months, I would put 10% of everything I earned away, even though I had these big pile of bills, right? So it doesn't make any sense, not in a logical way. But if we could work everything out with our logical mind, we'd have everything we ever desired. It's the insane points of view that lock us up. So I put 10% away. And what I noticed was at the end of three months, I had a different sense of peace with money because I had money in a bank account. And I have not spent any of that in all the years. It's like, why would you? I mean, that's the other thing. People hide from money. Hmm. Like I earned over a million dollars last year. And now I'm saying it on your, you know, podcast. 
And I realized at that time when I did earn over a million dollars that I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't want anyone to know. Mm. And I was like, wow, why wouldn't I want anyone to know? And not like you're walking around going, hey, Mm. (laughs) I just earn over a million dollars. But it's like, I deserve that and more. Like, what if that was just the gratuity that anyone could earn and create? And it's not about the money either, which is the funny thing. So, I mean, my point of view is what can you create in the world? What can you change in the world? Mm. What are you being in the world today? And that is something worth remembering, isn't it? Debt is a thing that many of us have or will find ourselves in over our adult lives. We'll hear how Simone took responsibility for that debt and got herself out of debt right after this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Being in debt can be extraordinarily scary. It's overwhelming, uh, sometimes embarrassing. I found it embarrassing. I've been in debt. It's no fun. What happens to those feelings of shame and of fear? What happens to those feelings when you take responsibility and face your debt head on? One of the things I did too was I looked at it and went, okay, how could I pay off these $187,000 in debt with ease? And if you go, oh, in the next six months, I've got to do that. That's a lot of money to pay off in six months. So I worked out over three years, how much would I have more would I have to earn a month to pay this off? So I started to sort of break it down a little bit. And it was quite thrilling when you did start to earn more money. And I earned money in the most random ways once I, once I made that demand and that commitment to myself to do that. And one of the things that I noticed too, when I was on my computer and I'm looking at everything, when I had got out of debt and I looked at my accounts and I looked at everything and I was sitting in my office alone and was like, oh, I have money and I wasn't in debt anymore. And I was literally like, oh, this is it? Yeah. Where's the fireworks? Yeah, Yeah, where's the, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, this is it? And I was so not disappointed, but I realized that somewhere I was disappointed that it should have been like, you know, it should have been some sort of congratulatory thing coming in, you know. And two weeks later, I found myself back in debt. But I was willing to be, because I had made that demand that I would become more aware of my financial reality. And I was willing to sort of go, oh, what do I love about being in debt? And it's interesting. I know when I said that before, it sort of got that energy of like, really? People love it. But if you're creating it, somewhere you love it. So it's like, if you ask yourself, what do you love about being in debt? And it's like, in my workshops and things like that, that I would do, you know, you ask this question quite often. And a lot of people come up with like, oh, because then I'm the same as everyone else, Uh or I'm not earning as much as 
my partner or I'm not earning as much as my family or, yeah. you know, all these different points of view that we have. And money's just money. It's like, I mean, you're the source of creation, not money. And it's like, but people make money the most significant thing. Would you say that taking responsibility for that debt rather than running from it gave you a sense of freedom to act? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And it reverberates, you know, yeah. upon others. Like I said, you know, one of the people that I owed the most money to was <laughs> asked me out to dinner. Wow. Because they were like, you know, hey, <laughs> we want to support you and, and we'd like to see, you know, things change for you, Simone. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it takes an effect with other people in the world too. Because if you look at the energy of all of us hiding from money or hiding from either the amount of money we're earning or the amount of money we're not earning, like they're both judgeable offences in this reality. And it's like, then what does that create in the world? And I know that there's a much better world that we can create here if we all function from something with more awareness and more consciousness. So let's say someone's listening right now. Mm. I mean, they've got enough, I'm assuming they have enough disposable income to afford a telephone or a laptop to be listening to this show. Right. <laughs> um, but they just resonated right with what you just said. They're like, oh yeah, I don't, I owe too much or mm -hmm. I don't earn enough. And there's a judgment about that. How can they change that to something in a more positive sense? Well, first of all, it's like, I mean, one of the things I realized too, when I realized that judgment is, it's like a big black dark hole. You're judging yourself, judging others. It never creates anything. And it's like, you literally can't have gratitude when you're in judgment. So I'm not saying that is easy. It's probably one of the hardest things to do is come out of judgment of you. And it's like most people wake up in the morning and they have this like litany of judgments about themselves. Well, so, I'm, too, I'm too fat. My car's not good enough. Absolutely. I slept in too late. Yeah. I haven't finished that report. Yeah. But kids not doing well at school, therefore it must be my fault. Oh. Haven't found the one. Oh, God. <laughs> Whole other different topic. Well, <laughs> so. I'll just say there is no the one. There's just the one that's willing to work on it with you. That's exactly. all I say about exactly. that. Exactly. That's the truth that I've found. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you. Luckily, I was never looking for the one and just found an amazing person to hang with. A big thanks to Simone Molasses. Her book is called Joy of Business. It's rather good. Uh, it's a great read. And you can listen to the full chat there. You can scroll back to uh, episode 124 from 2016 is when we chatted with her. Still a great book to read and still plenty of stuff in that conversation that's well worth listening to right now. A big thank you to Bree Steele, who produced this episode, Andy Ma, who cut it up, Toe Hyder, whose brand new single is 47 minutes long, is fantastic. He made all the music and Rachel Barrett, the executive producer of everything. A uh, big thanks to everyone that's uh, got in touch. Uh, email, send us your email at gmail.com if this episode or any episode brings you any value, please consider returning that value by liking, rating, sharing this episode with someone that needs to hear it. If you want to help in a more meaningful way, patreon.com helps us keep the lights on, helps pay Brie and Andy and Mike and Rach. And um, yeah, you get ad-free episodes. There's full video episodes. It's a lot of, you also get free groceries. No, there's no free groceries, but it's fun. Patreon.com slash Osher is where you can find me. I'll be back here on Friday. Thanks for being a part of it. Until we speak then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. 
The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.